Welcome to A God and a Gay, where the question of the day is if you've chosen violence today. I'm Gino, and... Uh, I'm Gaia, and... yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We had a conversation before about the Olympics, and we talked about surfing, right? And apparently it's really boring. I haven't been keeping up with the Olympics, really, because I've just been so busy. But Guy, you made an excellent point. You want to repeat that point to the audience? Yes. Um, l- surfing is so boring because if the waves don't come, what happens? Y'all um, gonna fan the water? Just like flap around, <laughs> around, flap, take a little extra hard, and just like create <laughs> some like little baby waves. Um, yeah, they use the surfboard to just kind of toss the water. <laughs> um, no, but. Like if the I remember I remember one of them was just kind of waiting for the wave to come and it was oh like oh my god no and there's just imagine like the camera on someone they're just sitting there pacing exactly it's embarrassing I don't know yeah why that's sad apparently also, skateboarding is a sport too exactly I was just gonna talk about that yes yeah, skateboarding is so lame like I love skateboarding on its own but like as an Olympic sport it's so lame apparently like a Japanese like teenage girl won that. Uh, the, nothing against that, obviously, but just kind of dominated that. Like, <laughs> no, I, I didn't watch it, so like I have nothing to say. I just think that's cool that like someone so young is like able to compete. In nah, but yeah, like I don't know why they made that an Olympic sport. I also don't know why, because okay, they already have basketball, right? Like, fine, mm-hmm. obviously, basketball is established, but like yeah. then you also have a pickup game as an Olympic sport, like its own separate event. And I'm like, wait, what, how does that work? Cause pickup is just like three on three basketball. What, what is the point of that? I don't know what the point is. That's like, I could literally go to my local parks and watch some grandpas play pickup basketball for free. Exactly. Like what, what, what was the point of that? (laughs) Olympic sport now. Um, They're making everything an Olympic sport. For real, for real. Nah, but. This is what they mean by inclusion diversity <laughs> this is yeah this is what they mean by diversity this is their plan yeah sad one but it's a plan i mean uh yeah whether it's a good olympic one olympic I logic mean, is we're gonna make up for christine Mbama and castor semenya by um and shikari richardson um by giving you a pickup game and skateboarding <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I'm not even that invested in the Olympics like that. I just look if my like I uh, told Gino earlier. If my dad asked me to come because there's an Italian beating somebody, I'm like, mm. <laughs> um, and an American for that matter. Um, Ledecky eats. Bro, I have not watched a single Olympic event at all. I just, I don't know. I feel like it hasn't like really sunk in that the Olympics is happening. Like I still, Agreed. weirdly enough, think about us being in the height of 2020. Yeah. Like I still think that like, wow. The high or was it the low of 2020? Well, the height of the pandemic. Let's just put it <laughs> that so way. Rude. The low of society. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, it's really hard to put it in perspective that the olympics where people from all over the world are gathering in an event to play sports yeah i just think that's preposterous it's also funny because they don't have like masks on while they're actually competing obviously but then they like have the medals on already distance but also with masks and it's just kind of funny to see like we're in such a middle ground right now it's interesting yeah okay 
Yes, that was our little rant about the Olympics, but we're not <laughs> here to talk about the Olympics, right? Because I haven't watched any event. I couldn't tell you about the Olympics even if you wanted me to. I'd just be yelling about Gino about stuff she doesn't know about. <laughs> yeah, literally. It would just, it's mansplaining. It's mansplaining. Yeah. But no, I literally know nothing about the Olympics. Today, we're here to talk about stopping AAPI hate. But not like that. We're, to, we're here to talk about the crimes that white people have committed against like Asian food. Recently, in a next chart post, I saw a white woman try to improve kanji. Now, Gaia, I don't know if you like understand the importance of kanji to like an Asian household. Kanji is like the equivalent of risotto. I don't know if I said that right. Correct it me. Is off, it's, it's fine. Go ahead. I can't roll my R's, so you're gonna have to put up Your with boss. my terrible. You're gonna put up with my pronunciation, Gaia, and the rest of our audience. You're gonna have to put up with that. Kanji, it's like a rice porridge, right? And you eat it typically when you're sick. You know, it's like a plain thing. Uh, sometimes people will take like really well-seasoned pastes and vegetables and mix them in or like make it with meat. But kanji is something you eat when you're sick. And this white woman, let's pull up the exact post. Hold on. Let's oh, no. go to the next shark. Oh no. God, it's like, it's so, it's, I literally looked at it and wrenched. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, this is like the equivalent of like putting ketchup in pasta. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Rageful inhale. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, queen of kanji, draws backlash of her brand improving ancient Asian dish or the Western palate. And oh, she no. just adds stuff into it. Apple cinnamon, coconut blueberry bliss, golden spice, Karen's oh. kichari. What is kichari? What uh, is that? Um, it's it's mango it. and sticky rice. Help. Masala, masala chai. I don't know if I said that right. Don't check me on that. Masala chai spice, mega omega, om berry, perfection, pineapple paradise, Romano bean dream, tangled up in blueberry, and three treasures. Tell me that isn't the whitest shit y'all haven't heard ever. Like, oh my god. I'm wow i'm sorry <laughs> um i'm this, sorry this too sounds like violence yeah give me two <laughs> seconds okay back to what i was saying no it's like gross it's, it's just like it sounds the gross. fact that yeah like first of all kanji is typically a savory thing yeah i was gonna say like blueberry <laughs> what yeah that's it's it's not supposed to be like flavored like i get rice pudding but that's like not kanji mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's just a very Facebook mom. Oh, it's it's very much so giving Facebook mom. Like, ugh, it's gross. I, yeah, I just have generally a problem with white people like westernizing very traditional dishes and modernizing it for the Western palate. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, like I feel like you of all people should definitely understand the concept of cultural appropriation. Mm. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> uh, yeah. And just seeing white people like appropriate Asian dishes like that is like but really less Yeah, literally with less seasoning and they're just doing it wrong. Like I've seen like Jamie Oliver made like chili this is like something that like uncle roger if you don't know uncle roger aka nigel ang is this like singaporean comedian and he's super funny and i love him dearly and he has this persona on youtube called uncle uncle roger and he just reviews 
Asian food that white people makes. It's so funny. You definitely have to go watch that. But basically, he reviewed Jamie Oliver putting chili jam in fried rice. See, now, what's more egregious, that or boiled eggs? Guy is speechless. Decline to comment. <laughs> 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 did I did I think of this idea just to call Gaia out? Maybe I did. Look, we've already discussed the um, implications of you're not letting me move on from this one blemish on my record. Blemish, blemish my ass. No, but it, it is gross. And then like seeing people make rice incorrectly. How do you make your rice, Gaia? Um, okay, so I do it like based on like the Southern way. So like two parts water, one part rice. You boil it with like some salt and stuff. And I don't know, sometimes oil depending on the dish you're making. Um, and then you let it simmer until it gets all thicky thicky. Yeah, that is the way to make rice. I'm assuming that rice in the South, like the type of rice itself is different. And that I'm assuming it just requires it more depends. water. We're like kind of in the middle. Like we don't use Carolina rice or anything because it's mm -hmm. really dry and frankly kind of disgusting. <laughs> sorry, sorry, grandma. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you love your rice steamer dry has rice. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> this is Gaia disrespecting her ancestors like no like ghosts like appear like behind her they just come up and just like grab her just like strangle her right now no nah, but we use um we use jasmine rice mm -hmm. um and we we like our rice like slightly sticky um definitely not dry as a paper carolina <laughs> sorry please <laughs> anyways but yes there are a lot of wrong ways to cook rice nah because i see british people right i've seen them boil british rice like are an abomination. and drain it they are an abomination i'm so sorry i've Jane. seen them boil rice like pasta and drain it exactly there are two ways to make rice well three you can boil it in a pot, you can use a rice cooker, or you can steam it. Those are the three ways you should be making rice. Yes, this is law. I, a Chinese person, am telling everyone listening right now, these are the only three ways to make rice. We, we together make up the entire rice spectrum. Anything else yeah. is correct. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Those are the only three ways you should be cooking the rice. Boiling it like pasta i think i saw that for the first time and like i nearly dropped my phone like oh my gosh and i want to say out there i'm not good at making rice i'm sorry like i'm i know i'm chinese i should sure probably be really good at it at this point but i'm not every time i make rice it comes out just slightly overcooked either i put too much water or i leave it on the stove for too long one of the two but I never make perfect rice just because that my dad normally makes the rice in the family. Just want to put that out there. That's that's the caveat. I, I'm bad at it. Can I say caveat right? I don't even know. Um, I think that it I think that actually is I don't I Oh my god, don't me pronouncing an English word right right like on the first try 
shop it. Actually, to be fair, I don't know how you pronounce caveat. Um, so I just I, I think it's caveat. caveat. Um, let us know if I said right. that right. You guys can flame me you for my inability to speak English. No, because <laughs> no, because Gaia said dunce. Or how'd what? you say it? You said dunce, like dunce, like dunce. Oh, dunce. <laughs> or scintillating. Scintillating, dear lord. I thought it was scintillating my entire life. I read it in a book. I thought it was scintillating, and then I just said But look, Gino pronounced albeit all bay. And that is the worst. <laughs> Please do not. There are my crimes, out. and then hers are like up here. <laughs> <laughs> please okay beyond the fact my english is um not the best you know yeah there are so many crimes you can commit i didn't even know there are people that don't wash rice special place in hell yeah literally there's like the 10 circles and then there's like somewhere like way far out and it's like it's literally for people who don't wash the rice yeah people who don't wash it and then drain it oh god jesus no because i've seen the same british people that like drain their rice rinse it out with cold water help i know help i like i i I genuinely pray for you one night no uh the the concept i've never really understood is like single serving rice first of all rice is really cheap you could go to like your asian groceries like asian grocery store let's see how much like a big bag of rice is big bag of rice let's look it up right now a big bag of rice right now for at this restaurant, Websterant. Okay, um, how how large is it? I can't tell. 50 pounds. 50 pounds of rice is $20. Right? Yeah. That's like obviously value. if you're like in a financially like unstable situation, that's a different story. But we're talking about the whole like upper middle class people yeah like people who can afford to like not buy single serving because it's like first of all it's a waste of plastic because like if you get like 10 of those might as well just buy the big bag of rice and just cook rice as you need it like second of all how many people is a tiny bag of rice really gonna feed like if you're gonna eat rice often just get the big bag of rice if you're not care, if not you're not nearly breaking your back with the weight of the <laughs> bags of rice Please. you buy, you are not living life. The That's right true. This is so true. This is also a like Olympics. literally smacking the. I don't know if you ever been to a Asian grocery market, but like when you go to the counter and you just smack the bags of rice, literally pinnacle of my childhood. Like you cannot get better than that. Like you have to smack the rice. Like actually, we are back. Not sexually. Literally, just rice. Well, <laughs> where is that going? Where was that going? I don't know. I don't understand where that was going. Truly, truly, I don't, don't understand. To clarify, um, rice king. <laughs> No, no, no. We're going to move away from that topic. We're going to go on to another video that I saw of Nick DiGiovanni. I don't know if I said his name right, but he's an Italian. 
Mm. I know Pete Guy's interest with that. He was on MasterChef. I don't know if he won or not, but he was on MasterChef and he's an Italian. He went to Harvard, super smart dude. YouTube channel is awesome. He's so funny. I have one critique of him, one only. And I, it's hard to forgive him for this. Mm. When you make broth, I don't know if white people do this with their broth, but when Chinese people make broth, we do something called feisui. It literally translates to flying water, basically. And you take all your bones and you boil them. You boil them until all the scum, like, and all the impurities come out. Like, you boil it and there's, like, gray scum on top. It's really gross. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you that. boil it and you skim it off. You rinse off all the bones. You clean it. And then you make fresh stock with clean bones, right? This man boiled it but did not take, did not clean out the water, didn't rinse it. He's like, that water has flavor. This gray, scummy, like pond water, like scummy, like I'm talking bottom of the subway tracks looking water. He's like, that's flavor. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> because that's gross. That's, this is like- That must be a thing with that chef. I've never seen not cleaning off the scum i really hope it's a thing with that chef nick if you ever see this i love you but please take that video down because oh my god (laughs) it's offensive (laughs) and triggering yeah it literally offends me like it's like i had i saw that and i like physically recoiled i was like jesus christ please put a trigger warning over your video literally put a trigger warning on (laughs) content no it's so gross it literally looks like soapy like water after you wash like you've like rolled like if you have dirt on your hands you wash your hands like the soap underneath that that's what it looked like and he's like that's flavor i'm like what the like no get away from me weird noises nah but we like summon emily to go after him literally we're just like look if we say if we say it needs a trigger warning they'll come in droves yeah like they start knocking on my window right now (laughs) What do you need? <laughs> I have 15 Talks barrels gun. of gunpowder. <laughs> Please. Okay. I don't want to call anyone a grade out, but I've seen some white girls eat rice and soy sauce. Just straight rice. No, rice and salt. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Straight rice and salt. I'm like, help. No, because I've seen them like go to Chinese restaurants and literally have rice and salt or rice and soy sauce. Oh my gosh. Okay. I work at the Japanese restaurant, right? I work for my aunt. I work at a Japanese restaurant. I'm not Japanese. She just opened a Japanese place. But we have those customers that ask for like 10 packs of soy sauce for like two rolls. Oh my God. Yeah. For the record, the general rule of thumb is that you'll only really need one pack of soy sauce, maybe two per roll, depending on the size. But they're like, they're like people who ask for more. And I'm like, is this enough? Like, I'll give them three extra packs and they're like, no, I need more. I'm like, hello? You're like, here. like you have seen, like, like, honestly, like, there's a joke. There's like a running joke in a restaurant. Like, we swear, like, some of the customers just drink the soy sauce. Help. No, it's so gross. Like, no, Gaia, have you seen people like that? Like, tell me, like, you've never, have you ever been to an Asian restaurant? Like, what are the most egregious things you've seen? Oh, I mean, okay, I don't know if I'm, like, the voice to say what's egregious, but I definitely um, have seen people 
um, getting mad over the spoon shapes. Like, oh. for, for the, for, like, ramen and stuff. Like I don't even know how to respond to that, first of all. Like, they just, they just get mad. Like, I have full-blown seen Karens. There was this place I used to go to called Watoa. A lot. I don't know how to pronounce anything. Don't cancel me. Um, I know that's wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what the correct pronunciation is. I will look it up. Um, <laughs> the, the red dot. I don't even have words for this kind of argument. I can make so many so arguments mad. about the superiority like, of soup Why is he shaped like that? Like, I literally saw someone, like, call her waitress back over. She was like, why is it shaped like this? I can't eat out of this. It's not a big deal. It's literally a soup spoon. First of all, metal spoons drinking soup are inferior because metal spoons get hot. Yeah. I don't know, but she... And they they literally hold less soup. Like, the divot is, like, not as, like, pronounced. So it literally holds less soup. The soup spoon is superior for drinking soup because, one, it it doesn't heat up. She got very up. She was like, "Where are the normal spoon?" Jesus Christ! Nah, sometimes white women confuse me. Like, nah, but for like the soy sauce thing, is it like just a thing? Because you know, y'all don't season your food. I'm talking to white people here. Um, most of y'all don't season your food. So is it like an over, like an over? Um, oh my God, what's the word? Um over like you're making up for something over overcompensation overcompensation i was gonna say overconsumption. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean it is an overconsumption of soy sauce don't get for me sure, wrong for sure for sure nah but is it is this like an overcompensation sort of thing are you like nutritionally deficient so you just i think they're just over colonized like, i think they're used to like the monotone flavors like they're really used to just like salt so they go like rapid when they're around other Oh, flavors. Yeah. I think that's like the, the new theory. They, they can't handle more than one. Their brains are too primitive to understand the concept of multiple flavors working in harmony. So they got to drown it in soy sauce. So it becomes more monotone and like simplifies it for their brain to process. Hashtag not all white people, just those wild ones who show up in Asian restaurants just to order 10 packets of soy sauce. Literally. Okay. I've seen, okay. There, I've seen some of the memes about like the tellings of a good Asian restaurant. I just want to tell you now, I'm actually giving advice to everyone here. First of all, if you see a fish tank, like a live fish tank, that's an authentic place. That's some, some place you go to. Second off, if you see a little kid working at the counter, if you see, if you witness child labor, <laughs> it's a good spot. Trust me. <laughs> just trust me on this. No, no, I've been to this place in Flushing. I'm not going to, like, expose them. Maybe the kid's, like, family or something. The kid's bored. Like, I don't know. Like, when I was younger, I would literally work in my aunt's place just because I had nothing better to do with my time. But this kid, like, looked maybe eight or nine. Kid was, like, cleaning tables, taking orders. More competent. Like, this nine-year-old is more more competent than some, like, people, like, adults I know. This place had some of the best noodles I've ever had in my entire life. I'm just saying. They're so good. Mm-hmm. So child labor is like truly a mark of whether the restaurant is good. <laughs> Third off, if you see a lot of like old Chinese ladies just yelling, like that's your spot. Like you, you don't want polite waiters. If you have rude waiters, 
Oh my god, that is that, the key. What's the Hold saying on. we learned in um, Mandarin? <laughs> like, is it wada? Like, what is it? Oh my god, I blank on all my Mandarin. What does it mean in English? Like, she was talking about like, oh, uh, in America, Renman a a and then the oh, other... that's like the thing with the checks, right? Where like you, yeah. it's like okay, yeah. And people will like full on fight over Ubei. Oh yeah, that's a really Chinese thing. Like literally, I have never been to a single dinner where my fa- like where my like without like just my parents, like where it's like multiple families. I've never seen a dinner where like peacefully people go for the check. Nah, there's like the aunties that are like, I'm going to the bathroom and they slide their card to the counter. That's how sneaky some of these people are. Some people will literally arrive early just to give their card to like the counter and say, I'm covering for this table. Do not take anything else. Yeah, I know. It's actually kind of nuts. I think this could be an Olympic sport. <laughs> just like the cleverness of Asian moms to like pay for the check. I would prefer watching that um, to someone waiting for their wave for like five minutes. Yeah, probably. It, it would definitely be more interesting because Asian moms are like really smart. They're like super cunning when it comes to this stuff. God, what are other signs of good Asian restaurants? Yeah, generally you don't want to see a place with like a lot of white people in it. You got to see a place with like a lot of old Chinese people. That's like a local authentic spot. I feel like that's a marker for any kind of restaurant, though. If you see, like, an Italian place. Yeah, for sure. Like, you see a lot of Italian people there. It's, like, a, probably a good local spot. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, what are your um, thoughts on fusion restaurants? Hmm. Okay. You're bringing up a really good point. I think if it's an Asian chef with, like, a mm-hmm. real reason to create fusion food, I think that's super valid. Like, I, I personally always have the dream of opening up a restaurant like and I would might open a fusion place myself because I am Asian American I identify with both sides of my culture mm-hmm. so I would have a reason and a legitimate backstory to creating Asian American food yeah and some flavors just go good together like yeah go well Gaia speak English I got a 98 98- um, on all my fleas last year. <laughs> a flea is a form of literary essay for those who don't know. Um, they're pointless. Anyways. <laughs> but they matter. <laughs> not to me, they don't. Not anymore, at least. Okay. But yeah, I think if you're an Asian chef with like a legitimate backstory, like, yeah, go for it. I think if you are not an Asian chef, it's a little iffier. I think if you are a white chef who's like, if you're someone like Gordon Ramsay, I think he's a really controversial figure in this area because he has traveled the world. He has really made an effort to understand cuisines. Like I've watched his shows, like he really does make the effort to go to like places and really try and understand like the stories behind things, seek out the most local fresh ingredients and like really understand from the people themselves, like these flavors mm-hmm. and tries to bring them to other people. And I think that's great. I really appreciate him for that. But there are white chefs who will not understand that, will not make the effort of trying to understand like Asian culture as a whole and what stands behind the food and just try to monetize fusion food because it's like a hot new topic. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like trendy or whatever. Yeah. I think this really does apply to any sort of culture. Like anyone that's really trying to just monetize a certain culture without really understanding the backstory like white people like colonizing 
uh latina food like hispanic i don't know like latino or hispanic food yeah like colonizing hispanic food not really understanding the culture behind it like white creators who like capitalize on black creators content i I know that you can definitely speak on that for sure yeah literally tiktok yeah every tiktok dance ever yeah and white chefs who try and capitalize on asian culture and monetize who they don't truly understand it's so strange because like just as fusion is like trendy right now whatever and it's trendy to have like quote-unquote like asian influences even if they're not really like respecting uh the culture behind it but at the same mm-hmm. time it's like ooh, asian food is so weird food yeah is, like, weird. it's like pick a struggle <laughs> yeah for sure i think when it comes to chefs chefs period not no race chefs that don't try and really understand the culture behind it 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 really is a money grabber and they don't understand like the harmful implications of trying to westernize traditional dishes to cater to a white palate mm-hmm. like they don't understand what that does to traditional dishes and what that does to Asian culture as a whole because they're I was really fortunate to go to a private school in a neighborhood full of Chinese people so I was surrounded by people of my own race a lot but I know of a lot of my Chinese peers who struggled with like the lunchbox phenomenon where people would like gag at their food because it wasn't mm-hmm. what they were used to yeah so I think it is really interesting like you brought up a really good point that even I didn't think to talk about because yeah I'm your white savior <laughs> please no oh my god <laughs> bye anyways no but I did it is really interesting to think about how even though fusion food is good it is its own thing Mm-hmm. when it's not done correctly and it's done without respecting the people and the cultures behind it it harms the culture it comes from because of the implications surrounding that culture's food yeah for sure for sure yeah on that this note a big brain discussion yeah know. this is a really good discussion actually oh my god like i did not think a conversation about like putting chili jam and fried rice would turn into like a full-blown conversation about like cultural awareness and appropriation Mm. on that note i don't think there's anything else we have to discuss gaia but if there's something want to plug okay um so if y'all haven't heard about the able initiative we're gonna shove it down your throats again (laughs) um we're gonna keep doing this throughout like the duration of the podcast like you're gonna have to put up with this yeah um if you don't if you don't listen at this point, you are anti-black. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but okay. basically the ABLE initiative is a nonprofit started by a bunch of hunter incoming juniors. Um including uh including us. Yes. Your favorite annoying people. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, your favorite hate crime i was gonna say either hate crime committers or dictators but like both work yeah we 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 like fling wildly from like like one side of the spectrum to the other yes okay let me get to the point the able initiative's mission is to support the black lives matter movement and we do that through primarily art commissions the proceeds of which are all donated to five different 
fat charities. <laughs> um, <laughs> large. Yes, including uh, NAACP and Color of Change and the Innocence Project. So yeah, it is definitely good work that you should check out. Yes. Um, currently, we are expanding our operations in the wake of recently attaining service hours for um, our upcoming back to school launch, which you should check out shortly. More info to come soon. Um, and because of these new opportunities, we are expanding our board. Not necessarily the board, but like we're expanding our volunteering position. We have positions um, in the marketing uh, creation and communications departments, as well as a launch team. So if you'd like to help uh, Creativity Catalyze change, you should go check out the ABLE initiative and we will link it in our Instagram profile somewhere. I don't know. I am a boomer and can't handle technology or else I start to like short circuit. And we'll figure it out. We'll tag our Instagram handle at BLM underscore ABLE. That is BLM underscore A-B-L-E. You yes. should definitely go check that out and follow us. She said. Um, and like I've been threatening everyone because bullying works. Bring back bullying. <laughs> Sometimes discrimination is okay. Um, if you don't apply, I'm going to feed you raw ketchup pasta. And I'm going to make you watch Olympic surfing. Help. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Those are, that's our announcement. Yeah, Other than that, I have to go to sleep because it is 11.56. My parents want me to go to bed. Because I have class at 9 a.m. tomorrow. I don't go to bed ever. I love yeah, it. Yeah, guys, it makes me quirky. No, it doesn't. Only personality trait. Okay. <laughs> have a good week, everybody. Um, Yeah. Let we'll us know whenever we feel like it. Yeah, let us know what to hear about. Because we can literally talk about anything. Yes, we know this episode was like a little more on the serious side, but stuff needs to be talked about. That's the great thing about a god and a gay. You don't know what you're getting. Um, just fully trip out. Yeah. See you guys <laughs> next time. Okay. Bye. Yeehaw.